Overland for me is my escape from the the hecticness of work and the stress of what I do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a release and it's a reset. And then that, I'm a little older now, and slowing down, and overlanding seems like a nice pace. You take your time, you know, smell the roses. I actually go camping to hear the wind flow through the trees, smell the breeze. And also we've realized we have this passion for off-road and camping, kind of a... Uh, went out of control from there, I would say. <laughs> we only have so much time on this earth, and you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people to make you smile. That's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a, it's a living journal uh, between, you know, us guys and uh, our journey together. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Jared. And I'm Ben. And today we're going to be talking about something that you should be doing on a uh, kind of routine basis, and uh, that's general maintenance. And of course, we all have some pretty cool tools. Um, we have some pretty cool toys as well. But keep the most them running. Of, yeah, you got to keep <laughs> them running. And if you, this is the thing that I always say to people when they see my truck from close up, and they're like, "Dude, your truck's kind of beat up." If you're truly playing oh, with your, up. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> one of my partners. Okay, this is another tangent. We're just getting off to a tangent right right away. <laughs> starting with one. <laughs> so speaking of messed up trucks, um, my my truck was actually involved in a minor traffic collision. Uh, he had collided his POV into the front of mine. Recently? Yeah. And, uh, oh, is that why the girl's even more fucked up? No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to fix that, man. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had actually uh, backed up into. It was actually New Year's Day. He backed oh. up into my uh, my C4 Fab front bumper. Oh, sucks and, for him. Uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> and he, he like called me as I'm in the locker room, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I I hit your truck on accident," and I'm like. I mean, is your truck okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, the way that I park in the position I park, I always park in the same spot. Like, there's only so many ways you can hit my truck. Yeah. And um, cops are creatures of habit, and he always parks in the same spot. So I'm like, okay, visualizing how he did it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, he he, he either fucked up his truck bed or his uh, his tailgate or his tail lamp. Um, <laughs> and sure enough, he's like, yeah, my truck's fine. I just messed up my tail light. And I'm like, mm. okay, all right, sweet. Um, he's like, there's damage to your car and i'm like dude don't even worry about it it's probably existing oh yeah <laughs> and he's like are you sure you want to come out and check it out and i'm like yeah no dude i trust you like you're fine <laughs> dude so i go down there and um uh it's literally just the paint off of my top bar that goes over uh, my grill the hoop, the hoop. yeah so he had uh he had scraped the entire top hoop with his uh taillight so Ain't nothing but yeah. he didn't like bend it or anything no nothing literally no. just the, i love that the, nothing the, that a little krylon can't fix yeah rustoleum <laughs> excuse me please krylon yeah, oh, oh yeah that uh, high-end stuff two dollars out of my price right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> but, yeah well but, like i i hit ben up one time i was talking to him in the uh i was sitting in the carpool pickup loop with for the kids <laughs> that's right and i'm like i was like I don't know, just uh, videoing him with an Instagram or something like that. And, like, literally, I get rear-ended in the carpool loop. <laughs> oh, my oh, On video. With yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, somebody just hit me, dude. You and can like, hear it in the <laughs> video. He was like, thump. You, you see him, like, lunge forward. <laughs> yeah. And I get out of some dude. He had, like, a newer Chevy, you know, ZR2 or something like that. And I jump out there, and, like, his front bumper's got a nice crease in it. Yeah. And I look, I'm like... Are you okay, dude? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, I don't care about my truck. I know yeah. nothing happened to this. Yeah. <laughs> it Th- thankfully, it wasn't your Lexus. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. But yeah, like Actually, we... I wouldn't mind. Uh, actually, new rear, new bumper. rear bumper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I totaled that thing yeah, out. But he was like, he, like, I, just, like, I don't care, dude. As long as you're okay. And he's like, all right, cool. He was yeah. pissed. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, we use our trucks on the. Well, there are daily drivers. Yeah. For the most part. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. For for you, assume you're like you're around town, rig, since you're working remotely. Yeah, yeah. You pick up the kid and get groceries. Grocery getter. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you you play with your toys, you know mm-hmm. they're gonna break. Well, they're you know, gonna wear out too. Yeah, they're gonna, you know? stuff's oh, gonna happen. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna get scratched. They're gonna get pinstriped. They need they're love gonna, too. Yeah, they do need love. And um, one of the easiest things that you can do for years, I'm just gonna kick this thing off with general maintenance. Is after every um, decent off road session, a good solid wash. You should. Yeah, dude. Under, I was gonna bring that up. As gen- I was gonna call that out because most people don't think of it as maintenance. Yeah, no, it totally is because if you leave <clears> mud in your fender wells or in your on your uh, frame, it's gonna start to rust, man. Hundred well, percent. That extra moisture, and especially if you drive through leaves or anything like that, that gets kicked up. And just look at the classic cars where they always rot: the rocker panels or uh, rear quarters. Well, it traps you know. water in too because, like, yeah. like, let's say your the frame moisture, rails. Yeah. People don't wash out their frame rails. You know, if you have a you know enclosed frame rail not a mm-hmm. c channel yeah mm-hmm. and like get to your hose know. in there just <laughs> i used to like just leave it in there and just like for like 10 minutes are, are you trying to tell be... me to do something because i have a fully box frame you need yeah. to get up in there. i don't have that tacoma <laughs> c channel yeah <laughs> I, think only, I, I remember watching i think it was a donut media uh where there's only three trucks i think that are still c channel frames really hmm. yeah yeah tacoma's t- one yeah. of them tacoma, to save weight. T- tacoma yeah. tundra and then there's one ford it's like uh hmm. i don't know which one it is but a ranger I'm not sure. It's no. it's one of their medium duty trucks, but mm. but yeah, that's that's what I'm going to kick it off with. And I used to do it re- religiously every yeah. Saturday. I would wash my truck, and it would be like a two and a half hour ordeal because no. you got to go <laughs> inside your fender wells and you know um, under your frame and stuff like that. And you got to get reduction too. Get all that mud off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it, it would be really got ten fun. pounds of mud under that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, you saw be... how much mud was in my driveway yeah, after yeah, I yeah, that, That's like one of the most satisfying things. Is like seeing your driveway and being like, yeah. I, I made that. Right. You, you want to know what's the most unsatisfying thing? Is after you put in like two hours of work with a pressure oh, washer yeah. and you hose it down, there's all this mud at the bottom of your driveway. Got it all. Uh, nope. No. I still have a ton because I went underneath my truck today and I was mm-hmm. like, God, there's like sand and mud everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On top of your diffs, on top of your um, your it's trans insane. cross members. It's... I even got underneath there with a pressure washer. Oh. It was like, yeah, I go to like the buggy wash, and that guy hates me. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> he's in know, there oh, brushed. Dude, like legit, the other day he was in there like scooping out the uh, the troughs and just like eyeballing me as I pulled in. I'm like, sorry, dude. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah, I'll blast the shit out of the thing for like you know forever, just like with a high pressure. You know, well, that's why they charge you fifteen dollars to wash yeah. your own yeah, car. Yeah. Well, it's not that bad. I think, I think it's I got three dollars bucks. Well. No, it's like a just a coin op thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those coin ops. I spent like seven bucks. I can get it pretty clean, but like, I'll drive it home <laughs> by time clean. I yeah, yeah, pretty clean. Yeah, and I get it home and like there's literally like streaks of mud on the side. I'm like, mm-hmm. where's it coming from? I can't find it. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, all the nooks and crannies like everywhere. everywhere. It's there's you know think <laughs> about mirrors, think about your, your body going to the beach. How about that? <laughs> all those <laughs> cracks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sand everywhere for yeah. days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your your truck is the same way. Mm-hmm. Like your your tires are whipping up mud, and especially if you're like us, we tend to get a little stupid when there's uh, some oh, fun yeah. times to be had. If, if you follow me, if you follow me on Instagram, you yeah. saw how stupid I got. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I still have mud in there. <laughs> Can't get yeah. it all out. If there's a puddle, we're gonna splash it. If uh-huh. there's mud, we're gonna slip it. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where. That's one of the one of the simple ones that can make the biggest difference for the life of your truck. 
And uh, some other ones are, I mean, you know, just uh, you guys kick it off. Well, well, I want to keep going on this one really quick because something I noticed with my Tacoma, my my Gen 1, um, I went on Mojave Trail exactly one year ago. Mm -hmm. Wow. And uh, and the reason why that's important is because I'm going again one year later uh, this Thursday. Anniversary. Yeah. But uh, what happens is is you go across the dry soda lake and there's a ton of salt. Mm -hmm. And I didn't wash it off. Probably about a week later, I actually washed my truck, but it had rust all all already, the, and like everywhere. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was surface rust, but it was all like on my you rock sliders and everything that I kind of basically rattle can spray painted. Yep, <laughs> like with bumpers and sliders, it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, it was only a week. Yeah. So it's very important. It's not just about paint and making it look shiny. It's I mean that's good too because you do want to do that because that prevents rust. But paint? at the same time, it's just like. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but no, it's in the I name, mean Rustoleum. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, but I mean, like honestly, if you don't rinse it off, it's gonna corrode. Do some damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have anti-corrosion across the frame and stuff like that too. Except for uh, Gen One Tacomas had an issue with that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they literally had to do a full frame full, yeah, swap. Recall. Oh, yep. did you recall on that? They, they did, did have it on certain <laughs> certain Tacoma Gen One Tacomas. From certain year bands mm. in certain states, yeah. basically where they Birds salt built. the roads. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you salt the roads, you're going to get rust. You're getting rust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyways, that's the only thing I wanted to kind of expand on. Yeah, and it it is kind of a time investment, um, but it is it you know it's a hobby for another hobby. How about that? Yeah. Because like, I invested into a ton of car washing stuff, like I'll be able to get barrel into brushes it. and yeah. nice. Uh, I have spray a foam. brand new Dewalt polisher that's for like. Oh, a detailer. Right. I, bought I, bought like I bought all the ago. cutting pads. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I bought it because my hobby. Because <laughs> all the pinstriping and everything, but I never yeah. used it. So have my new truck's going to get pinstriping Have you looked week. into like, the ceramic coating? A lot of people yeah. know to like, start to do that. It. Do you have it on your truck? I don't have it on my truck. Oh. I have the kit. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, quick tangent. Like, yeah, oh. So on the ceramic coating, it actually really, really works well. Um, not as good as like a PPF, I yeah. think it's like a paint mm-hmm. protection film, mm. um, which is basically like a wrap. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the ceramic coating does work yeah. pretty good. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are saying it's great. Yeah. And my buddy Alex uh, bought it for his Corvette, uh, and then he ended up selling his Corvette before he actually did it to it. So he gave it to me, and I have it sitting in my garage, so I want to do it on my you truck. You do it but before nice. it gets bad. Yeah. <laughs> before you go to Mojave, no. Dude, that's yeah, in like three happen. days. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I have too much, so much, too much stuff, stuff in life stuff that I just you know put it off, put it off, yeah, put it off. But hundred percent. But yeah, no, ceramic coating's good, and um, you know, wax your car too because the oxidation, your clear coat is what saves you. And yeah, mm-hmm. it, I'm looking at you, Jared. <laughs> um, <laughs> clear coat, what's that? <laughs> but, but one comment He's I wanted down to, to the single stage, yeah. <laughs> like literally, I rub the paint and it comes off in my hands. It's yeah, horrible. You know? But uh, what you were saying, Patrick, is like uh, your truck is. Good from far, yep, far, far from, from good. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so what's a what's another uh, general maintenance? So, okay, a general maintenance. A general. Maintenance. How do you define general maintenance? That should be all your, you like not even if you have a off road vehicle, your general maintenance on any. If you have a Honda Civic, you should be doing general maintenance. You know your typical, you know oil yeah. changes, you know checking your fluids on your, you know. Everywhere your diffs, you know, radiator, you know. Most people don't do that. They just take it to Jiffy Lube and fluid. I mean, yeah, I mean that they'll do an okay job, but yeah. Yeah. Didn't you used to be a lube tech? I used to be a Valvoline uh, (laughs) undercarriage lube tech. Yes. (laughs) So basically, you would go all the the zerk fittings in the pit sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that was me. 
All the Zerk fittings and everything. Yeah, you go to grease. Grease up all your Zerk fittings, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all. Your air filter. How many people don't yeah. check their air filter ever? Yeah. Guilty, dude. You know what I need instead of an air filter? Another light bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's light exactly. bars before air filters. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how it is, though. With with especially the Overland community, it's like, hey, let me add this extra stuff. And, you know, don't we, worry. we neglect all of our, our the stuff. Basics. That, yeah, the, the basics. The general maintenance. Yeah, yeah. the general maintenance. So. It's so funny. There's so many memes about this. Oh, like, yeah. it, says, right. it says my air filter looking at me by another <laughs> light bar. Like it's like a, it's yeah. an old coal miner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so true, though, dude. People do that. Yeah, it's oh. hilarious. And, like, yeah. you don't necessarily have to upgrade everything. Like, I still run a, just, like, a paper air filter. Yeah, sometimes that's the best option. Well, that's you know, what, that's they actually what recommend that over the, can, yeah, like, people, like, back in the day in the tuner, when I did the Cannon, tuner life, yeah. it was Canon or cold air filter, you know, yeah, all that kind of stuff for the Ram air. But, yeah, no, like, a lot of times, just your paper filter is fine, you yeah. know? Just make but, sure it's a sealed box or something so mm-hmm. you're not getting mud in there and stuff. But, yeah. I have yeah. a Canon. I actually like K&Ns. They're good for, I, depending on your application. Like for mine, they actually recommend they say don't use a K&N in my yeah. vehicle. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they say about mine, but I threw one in anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand there's a lot of people that um, talk about the oil because mm-hmm. you have to like re-oil it and everything mm-hmm. for it to actually trap the dirt and everything else. Um, and it gets in and messes up sensors and stuff sometimes. Exactly, but yeah. those are for people that literally soak it in oil. You're just supposed to like dust it. Yeah, light coating on it. Yeah, it's a, like a light coating because it's a cotton filter that you just like coat with you know oil to trap the dirt so it doesn't just kind of go through. But I just lightly dust it, man. Yeah. So it seems to be a good working one for me. Yeah, yeah. but on the on the least, it's at least you know even if you're doing the you know, OEM it. you know filter, just check it. You know, knock it out, blow it out if you have air. Yep. Thing. I was just about and to if say it's that, that bad. Like replace the thing. They're like twelve dollars. Yeah, it's like a simple fix. I, I like to. I prefer calling it a refurbishing. <clears throat> <my> refurbishing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I get all smack smack, right. and then I do the, the tire. Whap, whap, whap. I was doing that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Like Chad pulled up next door, and I was like whacking out my air filter. <laughs> You're whacking. Oh, yeah, whacking it out the air yeah. filter. Yeah. Recently refurbished. Yes. So. Well, you know what a lot of people forget to do too when they're in their air box. Their filter traps it, and then they leave all the leaves and dust yeah, and dirt action. and everything. Like, I take a shop vac to it. I'm just like, suck it all out, and then mm-hmm. I wipe it down. Mm-hmm. Um, well, with like a, a paper snorkel topper, a snorkel well, upgrade. You don't yeah. have to worry about that. Uh, exactly. I mean, shout out, snorkel upgrade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it keeps it super clean. So I don't have to worry about it because it's a pre-filter. But I mean, yeah. in normal trucks and cars, especially if you're going out to the desert or on dusty roads, even your, in, your intake tube right there, yeah. I mean, you get that fine particle dust, which sucks in there and will jack up your engine pretty good. So yeah, if mm-hmm. you can wipe it out, Dirty throttle, body, oil throttle body cleaners, spray some of that bad boy in there, it makes yep. a huge difference. I used to do that with my F one fifty, and like oh, huge difference it would make. Yeah. Oh, you mean clean all that carbon build up red? and bullshit mm-hmm. big red out there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or used to be out there. Yeah, big yeah. red. Yeah. I miss that truck. It was like a lawn ornament for us. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got a green and a blue one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where do you live? I look for the dead red truck <laughs> yeah. in the driveway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So air filters. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. What is something else that like is more specific to your Disco, your Land Rover? For general maintenance yeah, on that thing? Yeah, you mustard. Um, yeah, I get the Great Poupon dispenser filled the tea up. Tea bags. Uh, okay, you got the tea bags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tea packets. Tea bags. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, yeah, loose leaf um, tea. There you go. Uh, let me think. What else is? There? I don't, I don't things... wash any of the mud off because that kind of seals up my engine compartment. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. I make sure not to spray the engine compartment. 
because I need that mud to hold everything in still. Well, that's um, what people used to joke about with Jeeps. <laughs> it's, it's 100% you know? true. If I wash that shit off, it fucking leaks like crazy. So yeah. I have to have a layer of dirt in there to hold everything together. That's exactly what it is. Oh, like so with my, cause So I used to have a Disco 2. Yeah. It was a second series. Um, but we had a very similar motor, the 4.0 Jaguar mm-hmm. motor. Well, you know, you had to have a fine coat of dirt yeah. protecting it so it wouldn't drip oil because it's British. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> Oh, so bad. Can't wash that off. <laughs> no, just like uh, I did like the whole, you know, coolant system flush kind of yeah. thing, you know, that's always good, especially de- depending on your year, you know, coming into the cooler weather versus the hot weather, you know, you want maybe add more coolant versus water kind of balance, you know, depending on the area you're in. If it freezes, you don't just fill the thing with water. You need that yeah. antifreeze, you know. And you technically shouldn't <clears throat> just be using tap water to fill your... Yeah, use some your, distilled water yeah. if you can. Mm-hmm. That's better for your, you know, more Less minerals. Corrode. Yeah. 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 Uh, you don't have that build up. Um, even s- simple stuff like your battery terminals, clean those. You know, open that bad boy off, dude. <laughs> People, had, dude, oh, my Lexus was bad, dude. I hadn't yeah. driven that thing in like months, and like it just sat there. So the battery terminals were so corroded over, it was crazy. Just really? sitting for so long, yeah, that's crazy. Just dumped, yeah. you know, some soda water or a can of Coke on it. Hit it with the wire. I was gonna brush. say the old school can of Coke can of trick. Coke, it works, man. Yeah. If you don't have that, a little baking soda. Imagine what it does to your innards. It's refreshing know, right? for that's you so and bad. your battery. Acid eat it away. Yeah. You want a Coke? I got a bunch in the fridge yeah, over there. Yeah. That's a chemistry lesson, but we'll, we'll skip that. Yeah, but we yeah, don't do but... science on here anymore. <laughs> no, not since science. that one episode. I joke about it. I should post. I should have posted that last week. No. <laughs> Dude, it's an April An Fool's apology joke. Uh, <laughs> episode. Yeah, no, um, yeah. yeah, we were we missed a week, but wrote, but yeah, no, I mean that's important. Like, I was actually going to ask you. I mean, do you check the charge levels on your battery? No, at all? you you if should you let mean, it obviously sit. if you have like a brand new vehicle, you shouldn't have to. But like, yeah, if you if your vehicle is not a daily driver mm-hmm. and it just sits there all the time, if you don't have it, you know, disconnected or on a trickle charger or something like that, you know, and that's the thing too. Like, if you're going to store your vehicle, like you only drive your your trail rig once every month. Yeah. You know, make sure you disconnect that battery and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You because know? your your accessories and your switches and stuff, you could have a parasitic draw that you don't know about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost, guar- it's almost yeah. guaranteed that you're going to have a draw. Guaranteed I got some draw. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. what happens when you buy a Land Rover. Yeah. Love but uh, a good tool for those, uh, you can get the post cleaners. Um, it's like an actual wire brush that it's, it's like it's a little circular, yeah, yeah. A little circle thing. Looks like a thumb, yeah, uh, bigger than a thumb though. It's like imagine put you a splint, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, it's easy, a little brush yep. on your terminal is kind of fun. Yep, and then you, you <laughs> pop the cap on the other side, and it, it cleans out your uh, your which call it the uh, you got a male connectors. and a female end of it basically. Mm-hmm. Do you use the the electronic grease? The, the grease dielectric grease. Dielectric. That's what it's called. I do, do you got some that? of that actually um, for my. I'll let you borrow some actually for your water crossing. Oh, thank um, you, Because sir. I was having an issue with water and crossings where my spark plugs were getting wet. Yep. And I, I bought a new coil and I did a you know new wires, all that stuff. I did dielectric grease on that part, but I didn't do it on the actual spark plug where the the wire goes into there. So you just get some dielectric grease, spooge it into the uh, your spark plug wire and jam it back onto your spark plug, and it'll help seal it so you're not losing power there. Yeah. So I was having an issue with that going under. Mm-hmm. Dang. Get yeah. me all nervous because, okay, so Mojave, <laughs> I was actually. My truck caught on fire. Well, then it got wet and then it caught on fire. No, but like I, I've been preparing for Mojave Road this week and, um, you know, I was actually looking at old photos from one year ago and exactly where that water crossing is, where it's up to your headlight, mm-hmm. probably like what, 30 some odd inches. Mm-hmm. Um, it was bare. It was only puddles. Like when we yeah. went through it last year, it was like just puddles here and there. 
And especially with the weather today, I mean, there's like some drizzle well, that video going on. I sent you, that was like just from this weekend. And that guy yeah, was because he was talking about, I heard there's a tsunami, which he was referencing yeah, a tsunami yeah. so from the volcano. Wave, yeah. And so it was like, dang, that was, and he, and I'm assuming because he was driving to Tacoma, he had 285s. Okay, let's hey, be real. Hey, yeah, probably 285. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got, like a, he's got a, a, a metric almost 33, and he's sitting right there, and the water was above his tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, it's, so it's gotten pretty it's deep right there. Deep, it's wet. It's a long. It's, wet it's, not, in the it's not just a puddle you're splashing through. You travel, you know. Yeah, good. Good. good Sixty yards. Hundred yards. Oh, yeah. No, no, no it's a hundred yards. Yeah. You go three hundred yards. No, you, it's a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cruise through and then you take you a right, under. go underneath the bridge, and then you can come out the other side. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's a good little yeah. distance. So you're in there for a minute. Yeah. yeah, I'll show you guys pictures after the podcast. But yeah, yeah, I was like, dang, because I don't remember doing any major water crossings except for like the one that the train bnf or whatever it is yeah they, they filled had in. filled it in <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like that that was no big deal right yeah. no 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 that was like nothing it was like up to the hubs yeah exactly yeah. it was yeah. i remember it being on the hubs and that was wait it. so the deep one is underneath the track over by the bridge yeah. where horseshoes that's, that's the, the deep, deep section yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of people like to sit there and take pictures too yeah and also <laughs> yeah. watch people get stuck no. <laughs> a lot of people like to do drone footage so it's constantly trafficked back and forth and back and forth so yeah. i don't know when you go we didn't have anybody when we were there yeah i didn't see anybody i just hope that there isn't like ruts in there and i hope they're like kind of filled it's all in. rocky so it, it's all rocky yeah it's just rocks up because i was looking at the photos it was it. all sand and dirt so uh, when i was traveling Ooh. through it's like you hear the crunch of the rocks that you're yeah pitting. okay Maybe. well <laughs> well i mean that, that that's but that good. leads to you know having to like you know if a lot of vehicles your death breathers and stuff like that you know you might want to relocate them to yeah, so what's your what's your plan with that? What are you guys going to do? Yeah, so we're talking about general maintenance. Yeah. This is, this we'll is just go a little like more we'll go, we'll go specialized maintenance Specialized, well. I mean, this is prep for a trip. But, I mean, at yeah. the same time, I've been going through my truck. I'm like, okay, how does my brake fluid look? Is it gross, dirty, whatever? I mean, especially if you have an older vehicle. Mine's mm-hmm. brand new. Um, but I've been, like, just, you know, kind of, like, looking at some things. I had to refill some washer fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, my car or my truck has, like, 13,000 miles on it, so it's pretty, pretty new. But... At the same time, I have diff breathers that are located on the ZR2 right on top of the pumpkin. Mm. So, like, that's yeah. that's okay. literally... For the uninitiated, can you explain what a diff breather is? Yeah, okay. So, a diff, <laughs> a diff breather is, is basically it allows the, uh, the air to move in and out because, you know, you're going from hot to cold, hot to cold, expand, contract, that whole deal. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it kind of equalizes pressure and all that other stuff, right? So what happens is, is if you go into a water crossing, the water cools because it's Quickly, so warm yeah, from yeah. it, like friction and everything else. Yeah. Your your axle's all warm, and all of a sudden you go into a water crossing, and especially if you submerge it, it's going to suck in, right? And you mm-hmm. don't want water in your diff because then it becomes a milkshake, and then you'll destroy your axles. Yeah. And so you need to have a diff breather that's above the water, kind of like a snorkel. It's literally a snorkel, snorkel for, for your, your diff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's something. And not that even just your diffs, like your transfer case and transmission, tra- transfer yeah. case, the all, front, rear have, diff. If you have a four wheel drive, you'll probably have like a you'll have four breathers. Four breathers, yeah. Vehicle, yeah. And you know it's so crazy because on the ZR2 that I have, um, there's varying opinions of where it is, <laughs> <laughs> and and I've seen it. And some people are like, oh yeah, it's all the way up here, and I'm like, there's nothing there. I just checked. Yeah. <laughs> so it all depends. Um, but yeah, I mean that, that's part of like general maintenance too. We talked about changing the oil in your diff. Um, but you're definitely going to have to change it if you don't have a diff breather and you do yeah. a water crossing. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things I'm trying to avoid the, the milkshake, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, you're, if you're just doing like puddle splashes and stuff like that, I wouldn't worry 
too much about it. I'm not worried about that. But it's if you're submerging it you know, for an extended period of time, then yeah, it's a good idea to like the water yeah, better, crossing. Better safe than sorry, because you know that'd be a catastrophic kind of failure, oh, yeah. and a very costly yeah. one too. If you're, you know, and it's super cheap to do. Like yeah. you know, fifteen bucks and you get your breathers relocated. I mean, obviously you can get, like the Airb fancy, fancy relocation. Those are like eighty system. bucks. You don't need all that. I mean, you can just it's cheap insurance re- though. <clears throat> if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, seventy bucks for that. And you can run all four of your lines to that breather and relocate that one breather in one location, which is nice. It's a cool little, you know, option. Oh wait, I didn't. Mm. Yeah, and mm. there's like a, a knockoff one, an Amazon cheap knockoff version. It's Amazon essentially the choice. same thing. It's like four, <laughs> 40, 50 bucks for that one. Same does yeah. the same deal, but basically, yeah, you can just mount that thing high up somewhere, run all your lines to that one location. And That's pretty smart. Get, yeah, yeah, which is a nice. I nice didn't option. realize it was a multiple line. It's like yeah, many to one. Yeah. I didn't realize a many to one relationship yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nice. But you don't have to spend that kind of money. You can just run them up and do little breathers or even just, you know, just get it up high enough. Yeah. Just put some goggles on it with yeah. like a snorkel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, hey, <laughs> dude, hold your breath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got it. We're going underwater. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, honestly, you know, it's kind of interesting. We're talking about general maintenance because I was looking at the maintenance schedule for my vehicle. So, a lot of people don't even realize like at what intervals they should change certain things or whatnot. Um, and obviously it all depends on use as well, because mm-hmm. obviously if you're really Wear hard on your vehicle in certain like off road is putting a lot more stress <sighs> mm-hmm. on your suspension and all those parts that need to be re-greased and stuff like that. Even just like nuts and bolts. Like it's always like, especially after a Mojave trip, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. everything's going to run out of loose. So, you know, when you get Bolt home, check. go through, tighten everything back down. I mean, obviously before you go tighten everything back down, but eh. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> time <course>. for that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But no, afterwards, go. Should. Well, <clears throat> your shovel, when we were in uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Joshua Tree, Joshua just Tree. all the washboards out there, and your shovel was hanging off the side, just scratching yeah. up your paint, you know, yeah. just because shit rattles loose. So it's a good well, idea also, to like, my walk table around. fell. Yeah. Dude, we, were, we were in Anza Borrego, and I have this Alucab table that has a mount on the roof. Yeah. And Jared and I had a hell of a time getting that thing mounted up, but... Long story short, even on the washboards out there, yeah. it just rattled loose and it came crashing down like boom. Yep, shit comes loose. Yeah, mm-hmm. so stuff comes loose. I mean, if it's not Loctited on there, or yeah, if it's or not Nylock washer nuts. or Nylock nuts, you know those crushed washers. But something, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to have something because yeah, you walk around. Off roading will rattle your truck to pieces, <laughs> yeah. especially with that with bolt on stuff that you know that we're getting just kind of you know off Amazon or where wherever you know. Um, you know, the majority of our stuff doesn't say, hey, use Threadlocker or Nylock Nuts or whatever. They just kind of do it to the cheapest bidder and say, hey, the general public can put this together. Here you go. And, you know, we think usually, hey, one and done. Like, hey, I installed it. I installed it great. It did good. Yeah. It's been on there so far. But, yeah, stuff comes loose. And, even uh, like, not even just necessarily bolt on stuff, like a lot of weld stuff. Like, you're, you'll get cracks on welds. So, yeah. like, you know, just crawl underneath. If you have, like, some upgraded suspension components, stuff like that, you know, racks or whatever. Especially just, aftermarket. Yeah, yeah. And if you're beating the shit out of your truck, jumping it or whatever you're doing, even just trails and stuff, flexing and stuff, it'll twist and tweak it. Like, check, just good ideas to walk around, check shit, you know. And, like, you were saying, if stuff rusts, it'll more likely to fail. So, yeah. Uh-huh. Honestly, I, I highly recommend getting one of those, even if it's just Harbor Freight. Just get a creepy crawler and go underneath your vehicle on a level surface, obviously. Chalk your blocks. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but <laughs> get underneath safety. there, yeah, and wear some goggles, too, or some oh, safety glasses, because my <laughs> favorite thing is is I see people get underneath their rigs after they go under dirt and stuff like that, and they're, like, going... Drrr. 
hey, with air tools. Everything just coming down. And everything's down. Just like, all oh, this dust is just like a shower on their face. And they're not wearing goggles. It's hilarious. Safety it's like, squints. It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got those all yeah. the time. All the time. Professionals. People yeah. weld like that, too. Yeah, it's so terrible. I, don't be that guy when you're, if you're taking your truck in to get like some work done. <laughs> Wash your truck <laughs> yeah. first, dude. Don't be that asshole. Bring it in all muddy yes. and shit. Like. Hey, thanks, dude. Thanks so, for working on my truck. So, story you. about that. Yeah. Um, when I was getting my upper control arms and my new coilover conversion kit for my truck in the front end, mm. um, I brought it in oh, to these, these guys. But before I did it, I mean, it was all dirty and muddy from Sedona and stuff. And I went in there, or before I went in there, I was like, I got to wash this thing. Right. These guys are going to hate me. Oh, so, yeah. I ended up uh, you know, pressure washing it all the components that I knew they were going to work on. Charge you an so, extra yeah. hour of labor just because uh, of all the dirt and bullshit honestly, you have to deal with, dude. It, but not only that, but like they're not going to give a crap uh-huh. because they're like, okay, I don't care if this dirt and, and rock sandy stuff will go back in their components. Yeah. I want them to rinse it all off so mm-hmm. that like when they take it off, it's clean yeah, it so you don't get clean. any contamination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So washing the truck is like a big general maintenance that people yeah. overlook. Mm-hmm. Unless they're mall crawlers, and they, they're always clean. They're all they're <laughs> rolling their tires. Armor all, you know? yeah. You don't need armor all the wheels. Sorry. <laughs> but but yeah, so. it does look nice when yeah. your tires are like shiny black, though. You know what I mean? It is, it is. It's but nice. a part of me with an off-road truck, I cannot bring myself to put any sort of shine on I my tires, on my cars, all day. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no. I mean, like honestly, just look at your going back to what I was saying about the uh, the maintenance schedule. You can look it up online. They yep. have all the all the books that you're supposed to get with your oh, brand yeah. new vehicle. If you bought it secondhand, you probably don't have it. So look it up online, dude. And YouTube it. A good yeah. way to do it is also look up the factory service manual. Well, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Not just like your well, normal like book that you, fa- you have in your car because it's going to have that in there too. But your, like your technician, the book that they would have. I had, it was one of the things that I kind of um, – realized when i was a younger guy was i have a classic z at my parents place and i got it when i was 15 260 right yep mm-hmm. from 1974 um one of the biggest things that helped me out you know learning how to turn a wrench is hey get that factory service manual the thick one and you know it becomes your bible so dude i, st- I still keep one of those those heinz i think it is yeah no, there's uh, a one with the sort of the c chilton 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 yeah that's i had that the mustang i that was like the bible when i had my 65 mustang that was like the bible that was, yeah. before, <laughs> exactly. that was before youtube we didn't have yeah, internet exactly. back then so we but actually had to go to the library I, to do look up an encyclopedia yeah. i keep that that haynes book i keep that in underneath my seat in the rover if Mine i'm on the trail well. and shit blows up i can yeah. basically rebuild the truck off it that book if i have the tools and parts. it gives you torque specs it where gives your you... fuses go everything mm-hmm. yeah Torque specs is a big thing that people overlook too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what we make we make Uga-Buga. fun of the how many chugabugas, yeah. how many ogabugas, like I was like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. you know, like how many uh, good and tight, uh-huh. good and tight, yeah. You know, my elbow One, clicked. Yeah. That's my torque wrench, torque to spec. But I mean, that's important. There's a reason why all these torque specs exist because <laughs> I fucked up a set of uh, bead locks one time because it was. Inch pounds of uh, yep. t- mm-hmm. versus foot pounds, yep. and I didn't realize that back in my novice days. So I had my foot pound torque wrench out, cranking these things down to like ten foot pounds with like ten inch pounds <laughs> yeah. of fucking torque. And I just destroyed these. They're nice too. They're from the Marsh right? Racing Technology oh, carbon man. fiber uh, and graphite mixed uh, bead locks. That sucks. Stupid expensive, and I fucked them all up. I had to get them redrilled. Mm. Actually, yeah, I couldn't. I had to get new. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> yeah, thinking about that, I'm so mad at myself. <laughs> then somebody stole them, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh man! Hey, so I was going to ask too. I like so to touch on the the air filter point that we're talking about. Um, 
did your Tacoma have the in-cab air filter? Because I remember Eric has it in his third gen 4Runner. He's got an in-cab air filter. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we were on that one trip in Johnson Valley, and he was just blowing dirt in through his vents like crazy. So I think that's something you should... I don't know if all vehicles... Oh, yeah. They all have Toyotas? It. Yeah. Not all vehicles have them. No? I think they do. If you have they an do AC now. system, it should have really? an air... That you can, yeah. re- you can oh, check yeah. and replace? Mm-hmm. It's usually located, like, from what I found, because I actually had to do it on my Fiat huh. that I used oh, yeah. to have. I'm not gonna, I can't believe I'm admitting one. this. Oh, my God. You had a Fiat? Uh, I had a Fiat 500, man. <laughs> uh, I was doing it for the gas mileage. It's a cute car. It, yeah, it was cute. cute. You probably look cute in it. Yeah. It was even more sad. Okay. I'm not going to lie. That Fiat 500 was really fun to drive. Probably great. I probably blast. Okay. Don't forget your purse, okay? <laughs> hey, listen. When I had my Disco 2 totally that was fully built, one of those I was getting like, what, 8 to 10 miles per gallon in my Disco. And so I bought the Fiat 500 to drive to work because it was super gas efficient. Uh-huh. But then I was like, I need an Eibach Pro kit. And oh, then, then I, lo- I lowered it an inch and a quarter. Yeah, you can't leave and then alone. I was like, oh, man, I got to get these new rims. And it's they a go-kart even, at that point. And it even said chow on the nice. rim. Nice. <laughs> Nice. And I put some Falcon, uh, the, the the R triple, whatever it is. Anyways, they were the super sticky tires. Mm-hmm. So I ended up only getting like 25 miles per gallon in this little economy <laughs> car anyways because I drove the Defeated hell out the purpose. of it. Yeah. Anyways, but I had to switch the cabin filter out because the previous owner was a smoker. Oh, that's... Yeah. That so what you do is, and I, pro tip, I mean, this could be general maintenance too. If you buy a secondhand vehicle that has a weird smell in it, I don't know. You drop some that's Christmas exactly trees in when, there. When you, go, <laughs> when you go camping, you start, you know, people smell, dude. Mm-hmm. So if you buy it secondhand, change a cab filter if you have a weird smell interior. Hmm. Um, they sell K&N ones that mm. are reusable, but they also send the... Probably some overkill. You know, yeah. They sell the regular ones too, but... Um, you also can run these um, automotive kind of like car bombs. Mm-hmm. And you that's literally what I did. It was the craziest thing. So basically you turn on your um, air conditioning on recycle or, mm-hmm. or sorry, uh, recirculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that'll keep all the air just kind of recirculating yeah. in there. And you light off one of those bombs and it smokes out everything. Really? And it's kind of like a sanitation deodorizer. Yeah. Like a- and um, it literally gets everywhere like one of those ozone type deals yeah. that were just kind of kills everything inside That's pretty cool it's hmm. pretty cool to watch it do it but you literally watch your car run for like 15 minutes in your driveway just recirculating the thing and uh it was pretty cool huh. it literally got rid of the smoke smell in all the interior everything because i shampooed the interior Try after it. that Never, um yeah. but it deodorized <clears throat> everything so if you have an off-road vehicle that you bought secondhand has a weird smell in it even if it's yours and you smell yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a deodorizer you got a funk yeah, I mean that's that's honestly one of those things if, too. If because your lady doesn't want to drive with you, there might be there a, may be a reason why you're solo traveling all the time. <laughs> oh, I know. After my there's some funk coming out of my truck yeah. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if we can get rid of your funk. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> but yeah, so that's another one. So the in cabin air filters is something to okay. definitely check out and change. And they can get clogged too, just like a regular air filter. Yes, they can. Or you know, if somebody does an air filter delete. Maybe that's why Jerry doesn't think they come with them. (laughs) But a few deletes. He's like, I can save money on this. Weight reduction. (laughs) I don't have a windshield wiper uh, reservoir anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Took that out, which sucks. (laughs) Put it back. Yeah, mine had a big crack in the in the Gen One Tacoma or in the fill valve. I mean, yeah. the tank itself was okay, but yeah, yeah, my tank was fine. Like the motor burnout, so I was trying to replace the motor, so I took everything out and I just decided just to leave it out. Well, if, anybody, if <laughs> so anybody knows, if you have a Gen One Tacoma, the nozzle sprayers are the the worst 
ever. Oh, they barely. There's do. jokes about it everywhere, but yeah. So they, it doesn't matter They're if the reservoir there. works or not. Just get a squirt bottle, <laughs> hang out your window. Yeah. Rainex. Yeah. yeah. Get old gas station squeegee. That's it right there. Well, no, it sucks. Like we're on the trail and like oh, I yeah. get blasted with mud and I try to wipe it. And it just makes it worse. I'm like smear, smear, me, dude. Yeah, smear, smear. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I put mine on high speed. Smear, 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 smear. <laughs> What's the worst is it when you think you should have windshield washer fluid yeah, and you click it, it and it's just smear, smear, yeah. and then you dry. wait, smear. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, so you shit. Like, I, I turned them on the other day. It's like, that didn't help at all, Dad. I'm like, yeah, I know. Thanks. I'm like hanging my head out the window trying to like see where we're going. Ace Ventura style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I mean, the, the other thing, too, is with uh, general maintenance is you know, we, we lightly touched on it, but you have all these Zerk fittings everywhere. Yeah. Nobody ever messes with those. And nobody ever refills them. Yeah. You know, clean, I'm you guilty clean of it. it before you put it on. But yeah. yeah you know. But that's one thing that I was it's, always super on easy top to do. of. Yeah. You're really on top of that. I noticed, but like, it's yeah. like a scavenger hunt. Finding them all. Yeah. <laughs> They're on your drive shafts. Yeah. Cause you have those, you know, those what are the U joints. Yeah, uh, it's weird. They call yeah. them U joints, but they're like a T. T. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. T. Like, Why don't you call it? T-joint? All your like, if you have aftermarket, a lot of your uh, ARM components and stuff yep. like that will have mm-hmm. bushings where you got to lube them up. You That's know? precisely and what I was about to say. It'll you know extend the longevity of them because otherwise they dry out on you and then, and then or fail. debris gets in there. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is you're essentially you're yeah. overpacking to get all that old grease out there and all that old debris and you know the bushings break down and stuff like that and. Yeah, yeah something you check too, things. like your CV boots and stuff like that. The little crack, and you don't realize mm-hmm. it, and then they're just drying out on you, wearing and tear on your. Yeah, your especially if you, like you said, you use your vehicle. It's gonna get dirty. It's gonna get like sand and rocks and weird places, mud. And uh, I just got that new peak suspension kit. Like I mentioned, mm-hmm. it came with upper control arms, and they have those Zerk fittings in there. Mm-hmm. On my Tacoma, I had the SPCs, and you couldn't actually grease the hinge point. No, oh, really, you can only grease the ball joint the mm-hmm. upper ball mm-hmm. joint oh so what had happened was is those bushings just ground down over time mm-hmm. and they just destroyed themselves that's but the peak suspension a, has a zerk uh, yeah that's weird they didn't have nice. a zerk fit on those yeah huh. so i actually have to grease that before i go on the trail too because there's a lot of washboards mm-hmm. so all those zerk, I mean, like i said drive shafts um you have them pretty much anywhere where there's like rotational rotational something rotates and pivots. something else yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So yeah. those are my my tips. Uh, one of the big ones that we haven't really touched on yet: oil and oil filters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the most basic of basic general yeah. maintenance. Uh, <laughs> do you guys stick to a uh, uh, mileage? Are you guys religious? I on them? can't see my mileage. Yeah, so, so it's like a kind of feeling <laughs> like you lick your finger. Trip? Yeah, like your finger put out the window. Yeah, I think it's time for an oil change. Yeah. Well, luckily mine, I just always keep topping off. Yeah. So, but that and that's the thing too. Like a lot of people think, oh, I just I'm always adding. Oil. Yeah. Well, you, you got to replace old. that filter. Mm-hmm. That filter could be dust, and it's just like full of garbage, and it's not doing any good. So even if you are the one of those people with an old mileage vehicle, and you're just like dumping in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it burns oil. It's burns fine. oil. I'll just top it off. Like no, like that's fine. At least change your filter, man. It's not that hard. It's ex- inexpensive. It's like seven dollars. Yeah. Dude. Well, yeah, I guess to answer your question, I uh, when I bought my truck. From the dealership that I got it from, they offer lifetime oil changes as long as I'm the original owner, and um, mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't have to pay for extra for it. Yeah, but yeah. AKA we just shoved it into your your freaking yeah, price. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> You're paying for so it. So <laughs> I, I, I have to drive all the way to Escondido to get it, but um, it's it's worth it because you know with the ZR2 it comes with the skid plates and everything else. They change the filter, the oil filter. I had itself. that with the Lexus, but like I got to drive all the way. To, for us, it's like yeah. an hour drive to get yeah, there. Yeah, Escondido. Like, yeah, you too. Yeah, I don't want to drive an hour to get my oil changed. You know, and then they'll you got to sit there for like three hours. First, you got to schedule it. Yeah, schedule it. Sit there for three hours. Like I got to like take a whole day to get my oil changed. I'm like, nah. After that, I'll fucking either do it myself or Jiffy Lube's doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's just for me. I I look at it like, okay, well, I basically already paid for it, but also they have to reset things like the yeah the little service meter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that kind of proves too that I got it done. So if I ever have a major issue with like the motor or something, a lot of people like that factory service. You know, yeah, because they could they could say, oh, well, you didn't do it right, or you overfilled it, or mm-hmm. underfilled it, or you know, I'll just be like, yeah, I took it to the Chevrolet dealership, and they're the ones who did it, so I don't know what you yeah, want me to I do. Proof receipts. I followed, yeah. you know, the rule. So yeah. here's a quick little tip with uh, oil filters: um, write the date when, if you mm-hmm. change it yourself, write the date when you change it. Yeah. I put the that date way, and mileage on it. Yeah, that way you can be like, oh, hey, you know. I did this one early, or I did this one way late, or, you know, hopefully this thing is yeah, still working. Get a Sharpie or a little yeah. paint pen right on that bad boy. Yep, easy day. That way, uh, yeah. That's what I did with my Tacoma. I actually, like I said, I wrote the date on it of mm-hmm. when I changed it, and then the mileage at the same time. So I usually do it based off of look and smell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing you can tell. You can smell when oil is burnt. Yep, oh, yeah, you can. So It's very <laughs> unique. That's that funk in my truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The smell of burnt. I like pull up to places like mm, the smell of an old disco. Yeah. <laughs> the smell of There's one oil time. and we went to that gasoline. Land Rover meetup this week, and I was Dude, like, oh, the man, I smell a lot of burnt oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, no. So that's one thing that I always did is write the date and mileage on it as well, and not even like just your oil, like your tranny fluid and stuff like that. I always check oh, that yeah. stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a simple check, even not necessarily having to change it every so often. I mean, which you should be, but like before you're hitting a trail and if you're going to be putting some hard miles on something, just check your shit real quick. Like dude. Pull that week? stick out and. Yep. Okay, so one thing I found out about, not to just dwell on my ZR2, but I found out that it doesn't even have a transmission dipstick. What? How do you so check you, it? You can't even it's got a check it. No, you have to like literally like. Just go off. Just of drain it. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Drain it. Crazy. Refill it. Yeah. yeah. It's probably probably works. It's like a, a drain and refill. Hmm. Yep. And if you really want to service it and like change the filter with the internal one and everything else, you have to drop Such the whole pan. Yeah. Yep. Such a pain. Yeah. Such a messy. Oh. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's all part of the factory, you know, service increments or whatever, and um, the transmission you don't touch to like one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Miles. You probably won't need to mm. right away. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it'll sneak up on you. Mm. Oh yeah. Yep. Especially if you're putting miles down on the highway. Mm-hmm. Um, do you are, you are both your guys' vehicles all uh, synthetic? Uh, yes, mine's yeah. synthetic. Yeah, zero W twenty. Is it a requirement or that's just an upgraded? It's option an upgraded you thing. You just wanted just like, well, yeah, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I like my like I was talking to somebody like mine. They don't recommend yeah. synthetic just because it, it's the a thinner. Dinosaur, yeah, yeah, and it'll. it'll <laughs> We already all our seals leak as it is, yeah. so the thinner. Well, they actually recommend like a Rotella. Yeah, brand. Rotella. Yep, like an actual made of dinosaurs it, type situation. Yeah, like yeah. straight I up brontosaurus like on yeah, the like shit. Sludge yeah. <laughs> I pour up in there. Yeah, like five twenty weight and yeah. like non synthetic because the synthetic's so thin it'll, it'll seep through all the seals. Yeah, I just imagine uh, all these like. Old I have a classic. dinosaur in the back. I grind up. All these yeah. classic Range Rovers and Land Rovers pulling up to La Brea Tar Pits just to <laughs> yeah. fill up the oil yeah. change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rotella T4, man. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. Uh, um, yeah. 
But with my Tacoma, you need a special wrench to get your oh, oil that filter sucks. out. Your filter's stupid. Yeah, because it's thing, not yeah. it's not a, a conventional oil filter where you think oh, it's of, got a cartridge. Those yeah, clamps it's a cartridge. You can yeah. tighten mm-hmm. down on and yeah, it sucks, dude. And they're always um, engineers. They're always over tight. So and they're plastic uh, too. Typically. Yeah, the housing is plastic. So really, a lot of people have yeah, who fucking thought that up. I don't know, man. It's so stupid. <laughs> but a lot EPA, of EPA. Yeah. Light, light. Yeah. We need to lighten the weight. Let's make it out of plastic. Yeah, someone uh, someone deserves to die for that. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, you need a special wrench to do it. And uh, yeah, it's not not easy or fun to do an oil change on a truck. So. Um, I always I bought that little speci- specific tool that you need, and it always rides in my my tool bin. And here's another tip with stuff like that with general maintenance. Everything that I use for, um, in terms of tools for general maintenance, I th- try to have that on my rig at all times, uh, just in case because it's a good practice for you know. Yeah, I keep like oil in my truck and stuff mm-hmm, like that. And for your trail side repairs, like hey, you got to have a couple of extra fluids. You don't need the- you don't need a full six quarts. You don't need you know everything but a little bit of something's better but uh better than nothing uh, but you need to have your your tools to be able to do that to take off a tire to possibly change an axle or, or pull one to yeah. to figure your shit out um or to remove your skid plate like hey most of them are torque spits to remove a skid plate is yeah. torque. so it's like what are you going to do if you don't have torque spits and you need to either get your eyes on something on an issue that you are already having there's no way you're going to do it without without proper tooling yeah, so, it might even not be you. I mean, yeah. like we were in Big Bear and somebody was broken down on the side, and they're like, "Like, you need <laughs> some help?" A, he pulls out a flathead screwdriver to take his wheel off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, not that time. I was talking about our most recent trip. Like, oh yeah, and like he's like, "I'm like, you guys need help? You guys need anything?" And he's like, well, "Do you have any oil?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, he's like, "I don't care what weight it is, but yeah, just throw it in there. Throw it in there. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You know, mm-hmm. it comes in handy at times. I don't know. Yeah, and it's one of the things that um, it I used to do on my motorcycle because you like whenever I would need a tool, I'd make sure I had that on my bike, and you know, it'd be like the lightweight version of it because of course, time is space and weight, and <laughs> yeah. everything like that on a motorcycle. Yeah, it sucks. Hard to keep all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, eight. You know, the common ones: eight, tens, twelves, fourteens. Um, you know, uh, tire iron. For your uh, people patch don't have kits. Allen wrenches, they yeah. don't carry those things, but yeah. you actually need Come them. Handy. Yeah. Yeah. If you need a tool uh, during your general maintenance, just try to throw one, throw one on your truck, or just remember, hey, especially if it's something I, you I know you use a lot of, like, wow, I'm using a lot of this 14 millimeter. Maybe I should keep one in my truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost one of those things. Like my brother even was talking about this one time that in his Jeep, he always he has his nice like snap on or whatever tools he has at mm. home, and um, he always says, okay, I use these a lot. I'll go to Harbor Freight and just buy the cheap version of the it because of then it, yeah. I'll just keep that in my truck or Jeep. And then if something happens and somebody's stranded and they need that, because there's a lot of Jeeps yeah, stranded all the time. Hey, let me bless you with this. Yeah, yes. yeah he just gives <laughs> it to Merry him. Christmas. He's like, here you go. Here's a, it cost him like, what, 12, 15 bucks or whatever for whatever it was. But it's yeah. better than having to sit there all night and help him out just to get your tool back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, hey, yeah. if, if they can. need help, they yeah. need help. But if they're like, no, I got it. I just need your tool. It's like, I'm out. Keep it. Yeah. <laughs> see, you see you again. Yeah. Up, Pay it forward. Me a beer, yeah. yeah. I'll see you out on the trail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, what about uh, how often do you guys rotate your tires? Oh, that's a big one, man. Whenever they're cupping real bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, you start, when the hum gets a little yeah. louder, <laughs> it's, like, that, right? it's like, hmm, <laughs> it's time to change your tires. <laughs> 
I just but, get a crazy vibration every time. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that's hilarious. I rode in, in your uh, vehicle out to Orange County this past oh, yeah, weekend. You that, you're like, what is that? I noise? noticed all the rattles. <laughs> <and> the... <laughs> it's not a brand new truck, Ben. Sorry. It, it brought me back to my Tacoma yeah. days. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, rotating you tires. Should. You're supposed to do it like pretty much every oil change. Yeah, it's a good good thumb, you know, rule of thumb, you know, every five thousand miles or it so. It sucks rotating tires, though, man. It really you does. Gotta, you got to take them all beer. off, and then you got to put them back on in a some different places, order. Like, sometimes, if you buy them at like you know America's Tire Discount <laughs> yeah, Tires, they'll do they'll a free go. rotation, but it's time oh, they out do. of your day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you I usually do it myself, it and, and yeah, it is a pain in the butt. But balancing, you know, that's a big thing, a lot especially off road. Yeah, because your mm-hmm. shit goes out of, like you could have your shit perfectly balanced. And you hit some rocks, and you chew off a lug off of one area. Well, Unbalanced. Now your shit's out of fucking balance, everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, um, especially with like, well, like with like the beadlock things. Um, it's we were, uh, we were looking at that the other day. Um, it's cool. It's uh, dynamic balancing is what they call it, and mm. uh, where they will fill the uh, the tire with airsoft BBs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. The wheel and every it, weekend guy did yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Ian with the wheel every weekend. He was explaining it to everybody, but uh, it's. Uh, so normally everybody thinks of the weights on the outside and they just hammer them onto your rim, basically. Yeah. And that's what keeps your wheel balanced. You know, you take it in, they balance it, and they, oh, it's heavy this side, and we got to add some more weight to this side. Well, your wheeling, let's say you knock one of those off, your shit's out of balance. You wear out the tread on one side, rubbing up on a rock. You forget to it's put it out of balance. You put, forget to put your valve stem cap on. <laughs> yeah. Your tire's out of balance. <laughs> Way out of balance. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so like a lot of, I don't know if you could do that with regular tires. I don't know how you would get do that, but I know with like the bead locks, they'll fill them with airsoft BBs. So, it's constantly balancing out your wheel. It's that pretty man, dope. They're bringing us back to pretty our old hobby. Dope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? It all comes together. Yeah, Airsoft yeah, and exactly. yeah. You're like, do yeah. you buy the bio BBs? Yeah, or do I, know, I right? buy the three O's? Uh, or you the don't two want the bios because those will break down. <laughs> do you get the glass BBs or yeah, yeah, yeah? What weight BB do you want? No, uh, but yeah, no. I mean, that's a pretty awesome idea. I mean, I, I. I just learning about that stuff, I think it's pretty it's more for the rock crawler yeah. guys. Yeah, or even anybody using beadlocks in a sense, you know. So an well, awesome beadlocks are not DOT approved. Yeah. So okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of tires uh, or um, balancing tires, the reason why you balance a tire for the uninitiated yeah. is because if something is spinning, a rotational mass is off balance. It becomes a vibration. Vibration. Yeah, and it becomes mm. a. Mm-hmm. And vibration is not what you want because a vibration adds to wear, yeah. and then wear adds to, or um, that wear adds to ex- more vibration. And not just wear on your yeah. tire yeah. itself, but, but wear on other components, suspension well, yeah. components, mm-hmm. and everything else. So, I was yeah. watching this Instagram video of this guy's truck, and his struts were just blown, <laughs> and and it was just going <laughs> down the highway, and it was just, just bouncing. Yeah, but yeah. imagine, I mean, that's the kind of stress that you're putting on from the tires being out of balance yeah. or something. And then over time, it can definitely eat away. It's just like right on a washboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I know tire rotations are super important. That's a very basic thing that a lot of people miss. But one thing that my brother it's actually... Awesome. You know, yeah, there's a whole method to passenger, it. Passenger, like, rear, front to and The front goes to the rear, front, but when but you put them. the two in the front, you crisscross them over. So then you're constantly doing this. Yeah. But then you add another element to it, spare tire. So I yeah, noticed when I was walking in, in I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, you, Patrick. Oh, I thought you were talking about mine. Um, <laughs> I, you you don't, you, I mean, we, we would talk about his, yeah. but um, yeah. his tires are totally jacked. <laughs> but, <laughs> and all our words. Speaking yeah. of cupping. Yeah. Um, do as we say, now as we do. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I have Learn a question. Yeah. How are you going to use your spare tire? Oh, easy, dude. You got to do, you got to put your fucked up one on your... Um, 
here. So, for example, I'm running 33s. My um, spare's spare 31. 31. Oh, is so it? So there is a difference in size. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Cause you got new rims yep. and tires. Mm-hmm. So then your axles be like, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're spinning at different rates, which is not a happy thing. No bueno. But you need to look on Villamont first. Patrick's <laughs> spare tire. He's yeah. selling one. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be with mine because I have one tire I need to sell also my spare because I've never rotated in. I don't. It's just a pain in the ass to take off. Mm -hmm. But if I get a, if I blow a tire and it's a rear tire, that sucks. Worst part of my day. Um, Because then you're going to have to take your front front to the rear. To the rear. Drive in two wheel drive. Yep. And put Mm. the spare in the front because Mm -hmm. the axles are unlocked and, you know, they're spinning, they're able to spin at different rates. Yeah. You just have to be in two wheel drive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two wheel drive the entire time. Yeah. uh, I would highly recommend getting a full size spare. But then I have nowhere to put it. (laughs) You need to get a new bumper. I need to get a tire carrier. Yeah, that's it. Rear that's, bumper, dude. Yeah. Or do what I did. I actually mounted it into the inside of the bed. But that that means I got to get rid of two of my front runner bins. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so off brand. Do you have that uh, tire hitch uh, spare tire thing? I, I sold it with a Tacoma because oh, okay, it was so right. jankety. Yeah. Okay, so you can use but that. that's what he needs. He needs yeah. one that can actually fold down, though, yeah. is the problem. Yeah, or swing away. I've been looking for one. Swing away. They're just, they're just expensive, dude, and I don't uh, like how they rattle. Mm-hmm. Might as well just buy a whole yeah, new bumper the, at that point. I know. Yeah, Wilco I just, makes a really nice one, yeah. but stupid expensive. Will it cost money? Yes, yeah. it will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know, it's something that I've weighed back and forth, and I got plug kits and stuff like that, but it won't, it won't help me if I get a sidewall blowout. Yeah, yeah, a, a sidewall yeah. blowout or a, a tear or you know a major chunk. Which happens, especially if you go up to like certain areas, like let's just say for Gold Mountain and Big Bear, mm-hmm. they have a lot of that shale rock and it's mm-hmm. very sharp. Yeah, and that'll just like cut through tires like crazy. And so, them up. I mean, it, especially know, if you're not aired down. They'll... If you're not aired down and stuff. So I mean, there's a there's a big concern I have for you, Patrick. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. It's been up here in my noggin. Because I thought about that. I was like, dude, I I have a... I got 33s, but I don't have a full-size spare. Mm. I have a full-size spare, but for stock size. So what am I going to do? And it's like, well... It's going to suck, but honestly, what I should have done is I had the 285s. I bought a brand new spare on my spare tire Mm -hmm. for my Tacoma, which I gave him with that spare tire. I should have just, like, because he talked me down on price. I'm like, I'm keeping the tire. tire I should have gave it to you because it was a 285, brand new. Mm -hmm. But But I'm going to, I'm due for new tires pretty soon here. So, yeah, because you have that that stance. Yeah, Yeah. see, I need four new tires, but then my spare is like brand new, but I'm going to get a different type of tire. So then I got stuck with one. I mean, it'll still work as a spare, but it just yeah, won't match the rest of my it. tires. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Honestly, it's really just get you off the trail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, tread patterns aren't important. You want to have like an all-terrain with an all-terrain or a mud-terrain with a mud-terrain. Yeah, mud I mean, if I ever blew out a tire and I had to throw my spare on, and then it'll I work. get me home, and then I'll go buy a brand new tire and throw that one back on the spare. So I'm yeah, not I mean, too worried about it. The only thing you have to watch on that for general maintenance is the DOT date. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll rot out on you. It'll Make sure rot you out. actually rotate it in when you can because, yeah, it'll go bad on you. Well, that was my original thing. So my, my brother taught me this trick where even if you don't trust your local America's Tire, Discount Tire, whatever they call it in your state, um, is you have a little Sharpie marker and you write a number on each rim oh, on the yeah. inside of the rim. Make sure oh, they rotate Just be like right. one, two, three, four, five, and then see how they rotate them because mm-hmm. um, then you may have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But they, yeah. they build you for it though, <clears throat> so that's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you just take it back. You just be like, hey, how come number three is on number two? And you move Oh, fucking. There was a mistake. Sorry, yeah. we'll get right on that. Oopsie. Yeah, that's why you got to work on your own stuff and know how to work on your own stuff. Yeah, See, helps. that's why I want to yeah. change my own oil and tires. But like I said, Maybe. with the no, warranty, it's not for everybody. It's time. I mean, that's like yeah. a huge thing for me. Is like my time. Like, 
I can do all that stuff. But like half the time, like my oil changes, like I know I can do it, but it's like, it'll save me time out of my day. Yeah. What's your uh, time worth? You know, at that yeah, point. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, and plus, like I said, I already kind of paid for it when I go down to Escondido yeah. and then I can actually work while they're working. So yeah. that kind of works out for me. Yes. Yeah, so I would say like speaking of like rot and stuff like that too, is like a, another thing is like, um, anything like rubber, like any of your hoses or belts and all that kind of stuff. It's a good idea to check on it as far as maintenance wise, like go around, squeeze your hoses and make sure they're, you know, still pliable and stuff like that. Not getting yeah, hard. Like and squeeze, squeeze. It sucks. If not everybody carries extra hoses on a trail and I mean, like, it might be a good idea hose, to have something. Oh yeah. But, or, you know, flex seal. Flex, I was just going to say, <laughs> grab some flex seal, throw that in your bag and some duct tape and some zip ties. I've replaced a, a hose with duct tape, tape and zip, zip ties tape, before, yeah. uh, but it works if you did your preventative maintenance it might not have blown out on you you know so i think my, i think honestly like my dad may even be listening to this but he's the king of preventative maintenance oh he, dude he'll, my dad he'll be like a different era like my dad was like super really, about it dude yeah yeah i mean hey he, he, his truck doesn't break now when he goes out so it lasts a lot longer it. nowadays so it's not as important but back then it was like 60s, you had 70s, to be, yeah every three thousand miles you're fixing this and that you had to make sure your shit was going to last you know yeah yeah, like that's why they even started off by calling like Jiffy Lube and in tune or whatever because yeah. they used to like um, what is it called the the points on yeah the, all uh, the distributor so and all that po- stuff you check everything now they're just trying to upsell you on your wiper blades and air filter all the time I'm like oh, get out of here kid they'll prey on some <laughs> soccer fine. mom and a white forerunner yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's true. It happens, dude. Yeah. That's how they make Check your money. Check your wipers. You know, yeah, winter hey. time it's raining now. All summer you didn't, yeah. you neglected them because you never needed them, and they're all rotted out. You know? Say, say you are a. Um, you speaking need, of, you need the BFG Overlander wiper blade. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Speaking of temperature and season changes, one of the big things is is um, your tire pressure actually changes. Like mm-hmm. if you're not wear uh, more. Yeah, if you're not going off road and airing up and airing down constantly, like. The change from a hundred degree day to you know a typical fifty degree day in Southern yep. California—that's a difference of probably four to six psi. Yeah, and gas mileage. Yeah, and then that's your gas mileage and wear and hey. Oh yeah, no. Okay, quick story about that. This isn't related to off road, but it's just about general maintenance. So, my wife she drives a minivan. It's the you know uh, Pacifica plug-in hybrid, right? And so what I've noticed about minivans—they're very heavy vehicles. Oh yeah, and. For whatever reason, does it? We had Honda Odysseys before too, but they all run their tire pressure, and it looks like they're so low. Mm-hmm. It literally looks like their tires are almost flat. It has such really? a bulge yeah. on it, and they're at like, they're 30, be like 33, that? 35 psi. <clears throat> and I'm just like, wow. But going back to your comment about temperature changes in seasons, she never. She just waits for some light on the dash to say, "Hey, <laughs> idiot, put fire up. in." Yeah. You know, whatever. I mean, that's really kind of my job, but. Um, I'm always paying attention to my girl over here, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, like all of a sudden she's like my PSI, my light tire light came on with a TPMS, uh, system alert. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, because they're all at 27 because <laughs> <laughs> it was really cold that week. Yeah. You know, California went from like sunny yeah, skies and all of a sudden it went down like, to like thirties at night. Yeah. So she just lost air pressure. So I had to re put some air in there, but like, that's something that, like you mentioned, if you're constantly going off road, you're airing down and airing up. Mine's pretty static. Yeah, changing elevation. But somebody like hers, yeah. like, and then and then also it wears out the tread on the sidewalls mm-hmm. really fast on minivans. It's softer on the outside usually. Yeah, and it's a thinner wall. Yeah. A thinner wall, and you're stopping, and all that weight mm-hmm. is on the front tires, and so if they're under pressure, everything else just like. Whoosh. 
even if you're like, even if it's like, like we were saying earlier, not your daily driver and it's just, you know, you drive it once a month with your trail rig, just sitting there. Like yeah. my car, my daily driver, I never drive. I drive it once a month and like, I'll jump in it and like all the tire pressure is at like 27 when it should yeah. be at like 32. I'm like, what the fuck? How'd it drop? I haven't even driven it. It's just cause it sits there all day and slowly it leaks out. So yeah, if, if it's your not your daily driver trail rig kind of deal you know check it you know before you hit that road you know try to top them off a little bit you know mm-hmm. how do you guys th- uh, what do you guys feel about those um i think what was it co2 fills oh. or the hydrogen fills yeah, or whatever yeah. it was nitrogen yeah. Ni- nitrogen nitrogen, nitrogen. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was i was like hydrogen you can hydrogen, shit like, oh shit yeah <laughs> nitrogen is one Be of floating. the more stable uh, yeah. elements on the periodic yeah, table yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why you fill your tires with. it was nitrogen but it's very it's very but, static yeah. and mm-hmm. temperature changes too yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about that i think it well yeah. for us who well well, we're airing up and airing down. Oh, yeah, so we're airing up and airing down, down all the time. Money. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, if not. If, yeah, if you have a race rig like a GTR, yeah, right? then yeah. fill that bad boy up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because okay. Well, unless you, unless like you keep a, a tank of, uh, <laughs> unless you carry a nitrogen tank with you instead of a, uh, you know, well, CO2 yeah. tank. Well, yeah, CO2 is what um, uh, Lucas filled me up with on one of my tires. Yeah. yeah. And it's what I noticed, air. yeah, it's it's compressed air. But here's what I noticed, and I don't know if this has anything to do with anything. The tire he filled up is two PSI lower than all the rest that are equal that I filled up with just regular air. But did you use the same uh, gauge when filling? Yeah, no, 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 because it's on my dash. So when he filled it up, it was at like 36 PSI. Yeah. Oh, just from moving for a while, it's changed? Yeah, just just from this past weekend in Anza Borrego, it's like down two PSI, but it's like stayed at two PSI. It should be the same. That's just strange. This is weird. Science, I don't know. I don't want to go into it. I don't really care. (laughs) Magic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. Oh man, brake pads. Yeah, brake pads. Oh, yeah, huge. Yeah, I need rotors. For mine. Rotors. Yeah. Mine. Are, my rotors are warped. My brake. My brake pads are always on steel. I'm almost there, dude. I've been on steel, just like sparks and shit shooting out the side, just like. <laughs> We're gonna die. <laughs> Sparks in your oil, like, dude. That's just not flying a good combo. through intersections because you can't stop, dude. Just like fuck it, we're going through. Yeah. So bad. I, that was my younger teens. Brake like, fade is a real thing. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Real thing, dude. I've had some sketchy situations, but yeah. So Patrick, your rotors are warped. Yeah, I can feel them. I can feel it as I break it. Well, like, you saw the. But I'm overloaded, and I've done some. I've hot dogged some heavy mountain miles. You know what I mean. Uh, getting to Montana and back and downhill, being, all that yeah. weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I've done the grapevine. A our rigs are so times, much more yeah. heavy than what their you know the factory Designed. specs are. Yeah, so all that shit you're putting on there. You're... Well, my truck is meant to tow, mm-hmm. so I would imagine that it can handle a regular truck with just loaded down. And I don't have a ton, a ton of weight on mine. I try to be as lightweight as possible. I'm not like Home Depot over here, but yeah. then I again, that's who I go to. I'm way over, but yeah, I can, I can feel my rotors are warped. I can feel that my brakes are, you know, I've actually got eyes on my brake pads and I was like, those are overdue. Get I should probably do those thin. next time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime I take my tires off, you should try to swap them out. But yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where if you are going to do, um, stuff like that, think about upgrading. Think yeah. about, well, yes and no. Um, like I, sometimes my, factories better. Yeah. yeah sometimes, but you, in terms of like, I'm thinking like my rotors, cross rolled slot no. rotors. You know no. what I mean? That's what I was just going to no, say. Those are they, thinner. It, but extra stopping power is what I need. No, not necessarily. They don't recommend them for the my rover just because, A, you're not doing high speeds, so you don't need to release that gas. 
the the heat and the gas mm-hmm. as much as you would with a cross-road rotor, whereas you had a solid rotor, you actually have a more of a stopping surface for it to grab. Yeah, yeah grabbing. And we're not doing high speeds. We're well, doing... I've done some hot dog. Well, uh, like, I'm telling well, like, you, I'm, I've done some hot like, dog. I've got my rotors fucking hot. Yeah, well, like, my... The, <laughs> Glowing. You saw well, my like, Lexus rotors. Hot to the point Those where my rims toast. are hot, yeah. like, to the touch. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, I just swapped them out, cross-drilled, and slotted for the, the Lexus, but for the Rover, I, I, I bought cross-drilled, but I'm probably won't, I'm not I even put them on. They're still sitting in the garage hmm. just because they say, no, don't put those on because you actually want more of a surface to grab to versus having the cooling. Yeah, because yeah, the cross-drill, the whole purpose of that is, like you said, cooling of the rotor. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a rapid cooling, so yeah. especially when you're um, like racing or something yeah, like that, you're constantly hits. stopping, then you're yeah. going, then you're stopping. Um, it makes sense for that. But Like, like my pre-runner, I had cross-drilled all around, but like on trail rig i'm going yeah. slow speeds yeah i might be going downhill but i want more grab more stopping power right damn it i wish i was more of an expert on this i know i'm not yeah. a, i'm not I, a brake expert I, I, I so don't because i'm just going off of what us. i know please do if you if <laughs> like honestly do. if you're an expert and give us some comments and let us know what we're you know educate us but that's my understanding that's what i've been told because yeah. i was i was wanting i bought cross drilled for the the rover yeah. and like you know edit uh ie rover he's like no no no, 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 no. just stick with the you know if you got to replace your rotors put stock ones back on or oem ones just because you have more of a stopping surface more of grab versus the uh the, the slotted and stuff well, like that. And not any worth, rate, it's not you worth need new money. rotors. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah upgrade. I mean, it, it might work for your, you know, they have different application, obviously. Yeah, because I know the way that I drive, Ceramic and just based and on my versus, yeah. my testing and experience of what I've had with my rig, like, yeah, my my brakes get hot to the point where my rims are hot. Like, yeah, I mean, I've had them smoking. Like when we were yeah. coming down from Jer- Jerome, to Jerome. That's where my dad <laughs> and sketch, my brother, dude. everybody, it was like just they had steam coming out. Yeah, we had to pull over at that lookout just to let them cool off. Yeah. yeah, and that's the same. I mean, that's like a notorious area because it's like mm-hmm. a bunch of switchbacks, a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. heavy weight of a vehicle going downhill at that yeah, grade. Yeah, change of elevations, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when you change out your brake pads and rotors, like I, you know, they say resurface them because mm-hmm. you're supposed to have a clean contact surface with them. Yeah, yeah, you can. A couple um, of times. It has to be a yeah, third thickness. They're shaving it and down. It's, it's not that expensive. If you're ever doing it, take your rotor off. They'll go into like Napa or AutoZone. A lot of times they'll do them there. And it's like they charge, I think like Pep Boys I used to take them to, and they like charge to be like nine bucks a rotor. Yeah. It's like not that bad versus buying a whole new set of rotors. New set of rotors for my Tacoma because I put them on uh, just a pair. I think but I mean, if you're trying to save some 40, money. Yeah, 40, 45 Not super bucks. expensive. Yeah. It wasn't super expensive. And I'm like, eh, I'm putting new brakes on anyways. Might as well. Um, that way they're both brand new and they're going to make a good surface themselves. I mean, even buying new rotors isn't that expensive. Like for the Lexus, I bought the front cross drills and mm-hmm. it was like under 200 bucks for the set. Yeah. I'm like, that's not bad. <laughs> not too bad not at cheap, all. Not yeah. cheap, yeah. Not money I wanted to spend right around Christmas time, but you know, hey. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yes, yeah. It happens. It's life to you. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. So- so brakes. I mean, you have drums in the rear, right? I do. Mm. <laughs> oh, that Tacoma C Channel yeah, drum life. Drum brakes freaking <laughs> suck, dude. Fuck, dude. They I hate suck. changing them too. God. Fuck. I'll just wait for I that. I'll wait until they start squealing real Swap bad. Swap them out, upgrade, yeah, or they freeze because that's what I, drum brakes do. Is they freeze when they get fucked up. So. I did that in my Ford Ranger because I pulled the rear end out. I put a Ford nine inch and converted it to disc brakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The drum brakes. Yeah. yeah. The drum brakes suck. I don't know. Well. Freaking Toyota, man. <laughs> God. Yeah, not a lot. I mean, Ford Rangers have there, them. There are, benef- of, there are benefits to, to drum brakes. It's cheaper. It's lo- you don't need as much stopping power in the rear. Mm-hmm. So most and of your- speaking of cooling, they cool faster. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Because so you have so much more makes of a sense heat dissipation. From a dealership sta- or you know, manufacturer Yeah, they're cheap to but, produce. And, yeah. 
That's why your Technology. race cars all have, you know, all-wheel discs. Mm-hmm. Dang, well, I'm just trying to think what else. I mean, we talked about Zerks and I mean, increasing all your shit, fuses. Um, yeah, oh yeah, carry fuses. Your headlights. I just changed my headlights out. You know, I mean, there's like you know a lot of stuff you can change out and check before you know, especially if you're going on a long big trip. You know, make sure all your shit's wired properly, or you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't have wires hanging down. Like I just checked my my little rock lights. You know, they're all zip tied up there but now they're like some of them are hanging <laughs> little dangles you know well, you know just look for loose ends here and there on stuff you know harbor freight zip ties they crack man mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah just get your get your eyes on on your rig that's just one of the more important things like when it comes used to, to do your 20 or your, your my walk rig, around my rig walk around yeah. yeah but whenever it comes to maintenance like yeah get out there and like physically look at stuff just be like even if you haven't looked at it before just be like hey Kick what is my what <laughs> does the top of my diff look like i don't know let's let's go look at that you know because you never know when something's going to be wrong and you're like, oh, shit, what did it look like before? I don't, I don't have a reference. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I spent about 20 minutes under my rig yesterday thinking like, oh, my God, what do I got to do? You know, mm-hmm. what do I got to check? Just do it once you know? over and see what's missing. Like, yeah. Shouldn't there be a bolt right there? <laughs> yeah. Carry extra nuts and bolts. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you put like aftermarket stuff on, like my suspension and everything else, you want to like, and then you use it. You want to go back and like make sure it's tight because, you know. Where we were looking at the other day where it was missing bolts and like we were talking about your brother's like only got four. Uh, oh, four, four, uh, nu- four, out four out of five, five lug nuts. nuts. Who, yeah. who else's truck had that? Oh, I think we were in the Borrego and we we're like he he was missing some parts. Oh, I forgot what that conversation was. I know, it was pretty it funny, was though. funny though. <laughs> well, I was like, oh, my brother's oh, yeah. got four out of five lug nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I only got. Yeah, he was, missing, another, he was missing some parts. Another, another tip I learned from Brandon: shout out, uh, a cross thread is better than no thread. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we were, I was going to say to Lucas when we were putting his rack on. He's like, "This seems awfully tight." We're like, oh, just yeah. send it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't yeah. come back out now. Yeah, yeah Lucas is going to go with us on Mojave, and he uh, took Jeff's rack. It's like a JW off road, I think it yeah, was. Something like that. Sure Refract. Yeah. So we were helping him install that this past weekend oh, too. Yeah. But yeah, just get under your rig, check it out. I mean, honestly, the basics are air pressure in your tires, mm-hmm. uh, your oil changes, your air filters, yeah, make and sure everything reservoirs else. Reservoirs don't have leaks, you know, yeah. any of that kind check, of stuff. Check torque specs on you know major suspension components, and then when you do torque it down, get a get a uh, paint marker. Yeah, just paint yeah. marker, yeah. pick marker your threads, and just say, hey, yeah, it's done. Did this that where, thing this walk? Where it needs to line up? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, if it did walk, you know. Yeah, figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other than that, guys, I think that's pretty much our general maintenance. I don't think we missed anything. Not really. I think we it's pretty much my go-to. I mean, I probably don't even do half of that. But Every, everybody's <laughs> rig is different. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, scheduling yeah. their maintenance scheduling is going to be different in their vehicles. Just look into it. Check it out. Air out your rooftop tent if you have a rooftop tent. Yeah, Air it out every so often because it just sits there. It might you know get moldy after a while Mine's or a heavy rain. Mm-hmm. You know, water can get trapped up in there. Just make sure after you, a trip, open it up if you're in the rain. Make sure you take your cheese out of your cooler before uh, your door doesn't open. Ooh, yeah, I got, I got beer <laughs> sitting in there still. I should go get them do that out. <laughs> man skunks well yeah. plug plug it yeah. patrick what's your plug mm. uh, my plug is going to be donut media because dude oh, it, it's some, just so entertaining on those guys, yeah and it's like it's there it's content made for the average person like just like our podcast but it's all like vehicle related and it might not be you know overlanding related they did do some overlanding stuff that was kind of for the good and it, it was for the very very it. basic person but it was yeah it was entertaining it. Yeah, yeah. it got people into it who are not you know typically thinking about getting into it but the most of their content is it's short and to the point and it's entertaining it'll get you the just it'll 
it gives you enough knowledge to understand the basic concepts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really cool to, to, to get into some of their, some of their content. So yeah. donut media. Can, can I, I plug for you, Jared? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I got a plug, but I'll let you roll it. Well, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, well, yeah, if yeah, you don't yeah. cover, then I'll go. So fair, you go fair. first. Go, go, go. Okay, well, I, I have like a little two one. Um, I was going to just shout out like Rock Auto Auto Parts because that's where I get a lot of stuff. Nice. Dirt fucking cheap. Like if you need parts for your vehicle, like cheaper than Amazon if you're buying shit, obviously cheaper than AutoZones, just rockauto.com. Like the next day, all of a sudden your shit's in your house and you don't have to go nowhere. Like if your truck's broken down and you can't drive there, just order on Rock Auto. It's super cheap and a lot of times uh, you'll get a cool magnet with it too. <laughs> and you know what but, I like about Rock Auto besides their just total 1999 website, website. design? <laughs> um, I can actually operate it. Yeah, it's navigate so simple. It. <laughs> it's very, yeah. Um, but the cool thing about that too is they also have that like basic, good, better, best. Yeah, they level, they tear it out. Yeah, yeah, so you know what you're looking at and okay, am I willing to spend it. a little bit more? Because yeah. they have a lot of Moog parts on there when I was yeah, looking yeah. at suspension components and honestly, it was double the price but probably worth triple the money. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Here's Rock Auto. Yeah, Rock Auto. The blue and white tape, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, ben, I thought it was like more purple, wasn't it? I think it's, I think it's blue, isn't it? Blue and white? The tape? What? Yeah, the tape that yeah, they, they always the put on their boxes. Yeah, oh. it says Rock Auto. Oh, Rock you're right. Auto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their commercials are just as good as their website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a collection of their magnets on my uh, fridge. Yeah. Do they always give you a different one? No, it's it's. I mean, hey, Rock Auto is awesome. I've used yeah. them before. Um, you just got to be careful with the lower basic quality ones, yeah, depending I, on what you're using. Usually, it for. not that much more. Just it, don't always cheap out, you know. Especially yeah. on components like that, you, you want it to last. So, I mean, if it costs you an extra ten bucks, get the better one. Yeah, especially if you're going to be broken on the trail. Okay, certain things you can break on the trail and just be like, ah, whatever. It's not going to be a hard fix. Certain things you do not want to break on the trail, like a lower ball joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buy the nice one. Yep. Um, my plug is going to be for IE Rovers. Oh, nice. there all right. He's one of the guys he that does is, the dude. general maintenance on your vehicle. Keeps, keeps her alive. <laughs> Ed is the man, dude. Yep. Yeah, We. the reason why I brought it up is because uh, we went out to that Land Rover meet, and he's like, what is it, the president or whatever, the SoCal right, yeah, Land Rover so Club? Cool Land Rovers, yeah. Yeah, no, but he was out there. He was like, you know, he's probably the guy who works on all those Land Rovers. He probably, yeah, touched every single <laughs> Rover there. Yeah, he knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's always very welcoming, so yeah, uh, yeah. that's my shout-out. We've we've talked all about right, him before, yeah. but yeah, yeah. yeah, he's one of the dudes. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. yeah. Very knowledgeable over there. They handle a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. He's so, probably forgotten more about Land Rovers than yeah, more people. Yeah, I'll ever that, know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to get a shout-out to, like, a, a buddy at Vision Overland. He just bought a Disco. Oh. And so I'm probably scaring him away if he's listening to this podcast right now. He's hearing all these horror stories like, fuck this. What am I getting myself into? He kept shouting me, sending me pictures like, what do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. But yeah. No. no he'll love it. He'll love it. He'll love your disco. Honestly, like you got my disco. disco pretty nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I had. Disco, yeah. too. It depends on what year. If it's an 03, 04, he could have some head gasket issues. But um, yeah, the whole of them. <laughs> Not all. But anyways, um, yeah. I mean, honestly... I miss my Land Rover, so they are yeah. a big pain in the butt, but man, I miss it. So yeah, the labor of love. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly what this whole hobby is, is the labor of love, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you got to put into it what you're willing to get out, and you know, one of the easiest things to do is, well, not easy for me, but 
you, one of the things you should be doing is general maintenance. And that was a pretty, yeah. pretty good one. Keep your hobby alive and, yeah, yeah keep your... You just it. reminded me of a saying. Uh, of, this is more of the boating stuff. What does boat stand oh, for? bring another, yeah. Break out another thousand. What does Overland stand for? We'll try to figure that one out for the next yeah. episode. Yeah, but with that, I think that's a good spot to end. And thank you guys for listening. And as always, be safe on the trail.